Welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. Whether you like to fish, enjoy talking about fishing, or just enjoy the fishing lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. So go grab yourself a cold drink or a hot cup of coffee, sit back, start tying up some fishing rigs, and enjoy the show. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. I hope you're having a good day, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening to the show. Uh, Today is not a happy and joyous and uplifting and uh, smiley kind of podcast video. It is uh, one about a tragedy that happened this past weekend on Hoover Reservoir, which is just northeast of Columbus, Ohio. It's a uh, 2,800-acre reservoir there. It's a water collection area for the uh, city water supply. Uh, Not a super huge lake. Um, It uh, is unique in that it runs very north-south. It is straight up and down. And uh, that will play into some of the events that unfolded here uh, in this event. But they were having their first tournament of the year up there, the Hoover Cats group. We're out on the water Saturday. fishing, uh, trying to get out and get some springtime fishing in like all of us are trying to do. And uh, the thing about this situation was uh, there was some bad storms coming through, some high winds coming through. And, uh, you know, this is something we've seen happen before on other lakes. Uh, a lot of times the these, these tragedies that happen, uh, they happen because of the lay of the lake and the direction of the wind. And on this day, the wind was blowing straight up this lake, uh, coming out of the south, southwest. And uh, with that lake running north-south, it's got a straight shot. I looked at this lake on Google Earth, and uh, it's got about a four to four and a half mile straight run from the dam all the way up to where there's the first little break or little bend. And... Uh, that's a pretty significant area for wind to build up. Now, there are lakes around that are much worse than that. Santee Cooper, uh, you get onto the James River when you have current involved, uh, with, you know, uh, with opposing winds. Uh, Wheeler's another one that's notorious for it. Uh, this one, no real current. There was no big, there's no big water release. This is actually, the lake was built on a creek. So there's not a big water release through here. But in this situation, it's some of the highest winds that I've seen predicted uh, inland with a non-tropical system. I mean, the, the, the forecast was for 25 to 35 sustained gusting up to 50. Uh, I went and pulled some of the uh, NOAA National Weather Service data from that morning, and uh, it started about the time of the tournament uh, with the winds blowing. And uh, these winds got up sustained anywhere from 28 to 35. The highest recorded gust that I saw at the airport, I believe, was 58 miles an hour. Uh, I spoke to somebody up there that had a weather station set up, and they said there was a wind gust around 60 to 61. And that's crazy, tremendously bad wind. Uh, Even on a lake that's relatively small in acreage with the layout of it, uh, it, it, it's a recipe for disaster, especially if you're in smaller boats. One of the interesting things about this lake, because of what it's designed for, they limit or greatly restrict 
the horsepower motors that you can use on it. Uh, I believe it's under 10 horsepower. So there's a lot of people running around with very small motors. Uh, you know, these 9.9 .9 little kicker motors that people use. So you add that in to the one adding to weight of a boat and you know, you got to have a kicker motor or something very small in there. That small motor also greatly inhibits how much power you have to control that vessel uh, during some of these inclement conditions. We don't know a whole lot about what happened, but we do know that uh, the boat took on water, uh, became swamped, and uh, the anglers bailed out and were swimming to shore. Um, one of them made it to shore and was able to account for what happened that day. He survived. The other one uh, who uh, did not make it uh, was Shane Henderson. He's uh, actually a friend of mine on Facebook. I don't personally know him, uh, but he was also the tournament director uh, for uh, this tournament that puts it on. And, uh, you know, it's terrible to lose anybody, but when you got, a, you know, a, a beautiful family like he had, it's even worse. And, uh, you know, it's just a, a tragic, tragic situation. We've seen these events happen in other tournaments where boats have become swamped. People have become rescued and you know we have always not you know, always in the back of our minds wondering when was it going to happen and it happened this time and it's a terrible terrible situation um the reason I'm doing this video is one, I want to make everybody aware that there is a fundraiser, uh, a GoFundMe account that I'm going to put a link to in the description of this video uh, to where you can donate money to the family. I believe that's legal for me to do here on YouTube. We will find out, but I'm going to put a link down there where you can do that. Also, any of the money made off this video, I'm going to contribute to that uh, to that GoFundMe account for them. It's going to the family. I mean, obviously, this is not something you know nobody plans to die but you definitely don't plan for it to happen under circumstances that most of us just you know we truly love doing what we're doing the other thing is to make people aware uh, we all know this we all know that those kind of conditions for a lot of people in a lot of boats in a lot of situations uh, you're not going to do well in them uh, they're very dangerous and a lot of times you're operating just on the cusp of being safe and not being safe and another thing, uh, if you're in one of these situations, you can get caught by surprise sometimes. Sometimes you can be out on the water, get caught by a violent storm, thunderstorms that blow up, and it can put you in a situation you were not planning for. Uh, first and foremost, if we can do anything in this situation, we can learn from it in that you need to put on a life jacket. Anytime that you are in a situation where you're in an emergency, you may not be near you know going into the water but it's getting bad bad it's potentially bad uh put on the life jacket this um, accident apparently happened sometime after lunch so these conditions had been in place for a while and if you're going to be out there in that and you're going to be risking your life in those situations put on a life jacket uh, if you do go into the water it at least gives you a much better chance of getting to the shore getting to a place uh, where you can, you know, at least get out of the water, maybe stay afloat long enough for somebody to rescue you, see you in that situation, and uh, wearing that, you know, uh, flotation device helps you. Listen, I'm guilty watching my videos. I don't wear it most of the time, but when I'm out there at night, I put one on at night. Night's a very dangerous time to be out on the water just because it's very easy for somebody to run into you or you to run into something you can't see. And when I get out there in inclement weather, even if it's a thunderstorm, 
uh, if I was to be, the boat was to be hit by lightning and knocked unconscious, something like that, having that life jacket on can help greatly to keep you alive, keep you afloat until somebody can rescue you or you can get to something where you can rescue yourself. So again, tragic situation, let's learn from it. Uh, you know, the, the, the things we spoke about, let's learn from it. Let's also consider not having these tournaments and these situations. I think the guys down on Wheeler, uh, have learned from the things they've been through. They have put a pad into, you know, their tournaments to where they've got a fallback day that they can go with in case, you know, there is weather coming, especially predictable stuff. We got enough going against us out there uh, with, with things popping up out of, you know, the unknowns happening, somebody running into us in a boat, storms popping up, getting hit by lightning. When it is a situation where it is predictable and we know it's going to be bad, let's just stay home, guys. It's not worth it. I, I think if Shane had this to do over, he wouldn't do it the way he did because uh, the, 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 that wife and those beautiful daughters he's got, they're going to miss him. And uh, it's a terrible loss. So if you feel so moved, consider checking out the GoFundMe link and contributing to the family. Until next time, we'll catch you on the water.